Are you looking for something a little different from all the other comedy podcasts you listen to? Something that sounds like a 90s sitcom on TV, but it's not set in the 90s and it's not on TV? Popcorn for Dinner is an audio sitcom that was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but it certainly sounds like it was. Thank God we worked that out. The best sitcom right now isn't on TV. It's in your ears. Popcorn for Dinner, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja, and ever so often, a special guest. Okay, today on Outrageous Stories, we're going to tell a couple of stories about stand-up comedy, do some of my old stand-up comedy stuff. Um, so, before you, for you to understand this, you need to understand a couple of things about stand-up comedy. One, you can't see the audience. You, you can't unless they turn up the house lights you cannot you can see like a few people in the front row that's why you ever see like a comic work in the crowd you see them like kind of step forward and lean they're actually leaning past the spotlight so they can see out into the crowd because honestly with that spotlight in your face it is really hard to see the crowd unless somebody's being extra obnoxious it's really hard to pick anybody out that being said who so we're doing stand-up comedy in louisville um university of louisville a big university town um kentucky Big basketball state, University of Kentucky is a big rival for U of L. And my dad has decided he wants to do some stand up making fun of U of L because he's a UK fan in downtown Louisville at the comedy club. And we're not talking full houses, show up and go up. It's like a $5 show. There's like 15 people in the audience. Now, mind you, cannot see the audience and my dad's doing his U of L jokes and some of them are funny some of them aren't I personally one is hilarious like ah so we're gonna get the one that got him in trouble okay so he starts making U of L jokes and some of the unfunny ones and they're going and then one guy back into the left and it's just heckling my dad really bad like it's awful and my dad being the man he's like I'm going to hit you with my most offensive U of L joke. That's what I'm going to do. Now, you can use this joke for you can make fun of any college team you want. So, just in any of these jokes I'm going to tell about basketball and football, whatever, most of them are perfectly universal. Just swap out a team name. Because I'm not a big fan of any of the college teams. I don't really care. The only team I care about is the Tennessee Titans. Go Titans. Yeah. So, that looks out towards the guy's direction can't see him he goes he goes i understand U of L fan and you know what i gotta give U of L some credit there's a college that understands its fans if you go down to U of L and you take them your disability pass you automatically get a diploma because that's about what it's worth <clears throat> yep you can get your bachelor's degree at U of L by showing them your disability pass because that's what it's worth now that is kind of funny more than part where I said you couldn't see the audience. Yeah, my dad said that to a man who was in a motorized wheelchair and like had one working finger. Audience loses it, like they because they can see the guy. My dad can't, and when you're in the audience, you think you can see the guy. So he literally told the disability joke to the guy in a wheelchair. So yeah, I thought my dad was gonna get it beat up. The guy with the wheelchair start rolling towards the stage. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Run him over? Like, I get you're mad, but, but, but uh, unless that's some um, 
Professor X wheelchair herself where a little gun's gonna pop out the side. You ain't gonna do nothing. Like, uh, and that was the end of my dad's comedy show. That's career, just a show. Um, career took off. It was more something we did for fun. But yeah, um, that's also the show I got a standing ovation and booed all at the same time. I'm just saying, because I started my show, I did a whole bunch of redneck jokes. Um, I sang a little redneck song. Be all the redneck you can be. Marry your sister. I go, that's not true. I didn't marry my sister. My dad beat me to it. <clears throat> oh, that's okay, though. I, I was uh, on, on the redneck dating website um, called Family Reunion. And uh, I was there looking for singles. And I ran into my cousin. And I knew she was still a virgin because she could outrun her brothers. And uh, yeah, I started dating her. And I... Man, the whole family man. Apparently, two uncles and her dad all one of them. But I got it. Let me tell you, that's good stuff right there. Had to knock the hay off of it, but it was alright. Yeah, that's what I did. Audience booed bad. And you know what? Now that I think about it, maybe not the best jokes. Nobody likes redneck incest heel humor. Okay. I thought it was hilarious. But at that point, I was a, a little angry, a little bitter about a divorce I had just gone through. So I had been writing a whole lot of jokes, uh, Jeff Foxworthy style. I'm not going to say stealing Jeff Foxworthy style because his stuff was you might be a redneck if, and that just wasn't my thing. Mine was you might be a slut if. I'm going to hit y'all with some of them jokes. I'm Sierra Bravo, and I'm the narrator of a brand new, first of its kind, sitcom podcast called Popcorn for Dinner. It's about dating and jobs, and there's even a laugh track. Popcorn for Dinner, a brand new sitcom available wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all can let me know what you think. So I'm literally on stage. On stage, you know. Yeah, that's not true. I didn't marry my sister. I married a slut. I made a mistake. I married a slut. So how do you know if you married a slut? Well, there's signs. And it's very important that you pay attention to these signs so you don't make the same mistakes I made. If sex with her can be compared to throwing a hot dog down a hallway, she might be a slut. If she has a special deal worked out at the clinic where she gets every seventh penicillin shot free for referrals, she might be a slut. And I'm actually pretty sure there's one clinic that built a whole wing just for her off all the money they made off penicillin. Just saying. She spread the wealth. Um, you know, it was really awesome. We got a phone call. They were dedicating a whole wing to an orphanage to her. And I was like, awesome. I know she's been gone a lot. I guess she's been volunteering there. And uh, they had her name on the wall and everything. And I just said, wow, this is this is awesome. Why would y'all do this? It's, I'm glad she's been helping. They were helping. We just want the kids to know who their mother was. She drops off like one every nine months. Yeah. Yeah. So... You know, I, I should have been worried when I noticed the revolving door on the bedroom, but I didn't think anything of it. One day I had to come home, and there was a line, and I was like, hey, I'm trying to go to bed, and there was a now serving sign up above my bedroom door, and dude's like, man, you got to take a number. I was like, it's my room. Man, it's just so sad. Oh, man. You know, I'm not saying she was a slut, but it got to the point to where I could jump in and, like, go swimming, and one day I jumped in, and I fell too far. I was all the way in there. I was like, well, damn. And I was walking around lost, searching through the moist caves. And I ran into my buddies all playing poker. There was like five of them in there. I was like, damn, dudes. I don't know if I'm more mad at the fact that you're in my wife's vagina or the fact y'all didn't call me for the poker game. And we played poker for a while and got kind of bored. And I was like, all right, guys, this is kind of fun, but it's a little humid in here. I kind of like to get out. And I said, how do we get out of here? And my buddy goes, well, if we can find the keys to the car, we can drive out. 
But um, so yeah, that's that's the stuff I said. Those jokes, standing ovation. Redneck jokes, boo. Can you believe that? But yeah, and honestly, I say standing ovation again. There's 10, 15 people in there. It wasn't like it was a crowded show. But that was my routine. Now, I've noticed I've done this routine a couple times on stage. Um, if I'm sober, completely sober, it doesn't go over as well. I don't know if it's a relaxed thing, comfortable with the thing. Um, if I'm drunk, nobody can understand me. But if I've had like one shot, just enough to take the tension off. Man, people love it. So, I'm going to keep working on some more jokes. Um, here is one more 100% original joke that I wrote. How often does Tinkerbell tinker her bell? Neverland. She always has a Peter around. Yeah. Um. Alright, guys. That's the deal. Enjoyed the show. Um, just a short, short, little short one. A little story about me being on stage and having to you know, be worried about having to tackle a wheelchair. I, I don't know what that guy really thought he was going to do. Like, you only had, like, one working finger. That's all he had to move the little thing around. Like, I get, that's all you need to pull a trigger. I just don't know what he's going to use to hold the gun. But I, if he had had a gun, I'm pretty sure he would have shot my dad. Just saying. It was sad. So here's the rule for comedy. If you're in the audience, just keep in mind, if he's making fun of you, most likely cannot see you. And if you're sitting down in a wheelchair, we can't tell it's a wheelchair. So I promise you, I would never intentionally make fun of you in a wheelchair. I would just make fun of your face for looking like that. Because, I mean, the wheelchair didn't make him ugly. He was just born that way. All right, guys. Y'all have an awesome day. Talk to you later. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that show. And... All the others on the Ninja Podcast Network. We have Angry Ninja Since Not a Kid's Game. Uh, the currently defunct D&D podcast. We hopefully more episodes coming soon. Um, the Ask the Angry Ninja Show podcast. Chris Allen's audio stories where I read you some stories I wrote. And if you have a story you want to hear that you wrote, send it to me and I will read it. Um, Middle of the Road with Ninja and Moonshine podcast about a guy from the left and a guy from the right coming together and meeting in the middle. Uh, the Ninja News and Politics Show, Outrageous Stories with the Angry Ninja, and Sports Talk with Ninja and JMO. And if you want to support the funny, support any of the shows, patreon.com slash worst jokes. Come support the funny. If you want to reach out to us, at cman2342 on Twitter, or just get on Facebook, search for the Ask the Angry Ninja Show, you'll find our page. Ask us a question. Or if any of that's too much for you, you can just send us an email at asktheangryninja at gmail.com, and we will answer your question. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. You guys have a wonderful day.